back to another episode of She's Busy AF. My name is Lauren Loretto. I'm your host. And today we're going to talk about why I've been working on the weekends and why I endorse it. (laughs) So if you've been an OG listener or you've just happened to scroll the titles of this podcast, you know I recorded a podcast about how to never work a weekend again, which is hilarious, right? Because I'm sitting here talking about why I've been working weekends and why I endorse it. So I had a kid, (laughs) if those of you who don't know, back in November 2021. And before you tune out, if you are currently childless, don't tune out. (laughs) This applies to all business owners out there, no matter what, because we all go through these things called seasons of life. So a lot of the principles I talked about in that podcast still exist for me today. Time blocking, being conscious of your most productive times of day boundaries, all of the above. But we're all human. (laughs) And consistency in every area of our lives can be unrealistic sometimes, especially, especially, especially when you have a family. Okay, so I want to say this because I believe that there's like toxic positivity out there and things constantly shoved down our throats that we need to be consistent. We need to have boundaries. We need to do this. We need to do that. And then you'll have the perfect life or then you'll have the perfect business. But really like nothing I'm spitting at you right now is necessarily relevant or right or wrong. It's what I'm experiencing. It's what's been happening in my life. It's what works for me, what doesn't work for me. And it's up to you to take that with a grain of salt. I am going to give some tips in this podcast because if you do relate in any way, it may be helpful to you or it may just be nice to hear that like, okay, you know, you're not in this alone. But I really want to drive home that consistency can often be unrealistic. It can be hard to say, I'm going to post three days a week to Instagram. I'm going to post one podcast a week forever. Like I fell off of that a few times already. I've missed a couple weeks here and there, but that's because things happen in life. And also mental health is important. We should prioritize that. And here's another thing with this. You don't owe anybody an explanation. I see that a lot too. Like, all right, welcome to my weekly newsletter that I committed to. By the way, I missed last week and here's why. You don't owe anybody an explanation. You just don't. So I just want to put that out there. But anyways, (laughs) so With all of this, talking about consistency, talking about working and working on the weekends, working after hours. Here's the thing. I've talked with my husband numerous times about, okay, what if I just got a part-time job? Then I would only have to work within these hours and then I wouldn't have to take it home or work weekends and blah, 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 blah. Which he, don't worry, I will probably not act on something like this for a very long time if I ever did. There's a big reason why. But Mainly, he reminds me that being an entrepreneur, being the entrepreneur in the family, allows for incredible flexibility with my schedule to be a mom, take however much time off I need. Again, I don't owe anyone an explanation, but it really just allows me to take care of things that he may not be able to take care of sometimes that are time bound due to, you know, work, the fact that he works a nine to five. And I don't look at it as a sacrifice. I enjoy being able to do multiple things whenever I want and not being bound to a certain schedule to complete work. So as a result of that, I work some nights. I work some weekends. Do I hate it? Honestly, no. In the moment, I don't. Unless I'm up against like a really big deadline and I'm just not loving the project, which happens. Like let's normalize not loving every single thing we ever work on especially when things are hard. Like when things are challenging, it can be especially difficult to like be motivated sometimes. 
And so there's times where I'm like pushing through to get something done. But for the most part, I don't mind working nights. I don't mind working weekends. If it's not taking away from dedicated time to my significant other, like sometimes he travels a lot. And so that's a really good time for me at night. Once I get the kid down, I open my computer and get some stuff done. It just, the flexibility, guys, it's there. (laughs) And just for reference, I have a nanny Monday through Thursday. So Monday through Thursday, nine to five, I get a lot done. A lot of work stuff, but oftentimes it's not enough. Those four days a week, because I have things that pop up. I have meetings. I have transit times. I have doctor's appointments. Like, I'm not working 40 hours a week. I'm probably logging like 20. And oftentimes I'm like, I need to do more, which is, oh my gosh, I'll do another podcast on this, but decided we're going to scale the business. I will be putting out more information about this soon, but going to be growing into more of an agency model. Super excited about this and bringing on more help just so we can support our current clients even more and then new business that comes in. Very excited about that because, again, I'm kind of capped with my work capacity right now. Anyways, back to this. (laughs) It doesn't mean I don't get overwhelmed. Doesn't mean I'm not exhausted more on some days than on others when I work those nights and weekends, but it does mean that I still get to meet deadlines for clients. I still get to work on other family businesses. It's awesome. (laughs) And I think the main takeaway from this entire podcast is that I didn't leave corporate America to work a nine-to-five in my own business. Does that make sense? (laughs) That type of schedule doesn't work for me. Like, I will be the first to admit, I mean, pre-baby, my most productive times were between, like, 8 and noon in the morning, 8 a.m. to noon. Post-baby, I'm productive whenever the kid is taken care of and I can open my computer. (laughs) It's just, like, this new ambition, motivation I have that I didn't have before. But I would say, for the most part, in the mornings is when I do my best work. But yeah, I didn't leave corporate America to work nine to five. I left corporate America for flexibility. And so sometimes flexibility looks like working nights and weekends and I'm okay with that. So I want to normalize this. I want to normalize working whenever you want. Doesn't mean you have to be done with your work by 2 p.m. and take the rest of your day and gallivant around town. That's not what that means. Not if that's not what you want to do. For me, it's summer in Florida. Getting to the beach is a pain in the ass, so I don't want to do that. (laughs) It's hot as heck outside, so like... I would rather work till 5 p.m. until the sun starts to set and then spend time outside. Again, to each his own. So in order to make this episode more than just relatable, I wanted to throw out some tips to you, no matter what season of life you're in, to make your work schedule work for you. So these are some of the things that pre-baby, post-baby, the things I did to make my schedule work for me. Not to keep repeating things, but anyways, number one, determine your boundaries. If you don't want to work past 5 p.m., if you don't want to work on weekends, guess what? You don't have to. Personally, working after 5 p.m. or on the weekends is a great way for me to get work done without my clients and team needing me. That's been super powerful for my business, especially weekends. Like, my clients aren't hitting me up on weekends really at all. If if anything, I'm hitting them up. And the good clients I have respect my boundaries too and know that and they don't expect an immediate response if they do hit me up on nights and weekends, but they also know I get the work done. Okay, the second thing is time blocking. I will die on the hill that time blocking is it. (laughs) And it's actually something I've done for years. I've even mentioned it in that episode I was just talking about, about never working a weekend again. Think about these things like, do you prioritize eating lunch? Put it on your calendar. Don't ever take a meeting during those times unless it's a working lunch big fan of those. I do those personally in my business. I make sure I take lunch every day, whether it's with a client, a colleague, or myself. Do you have a morning routine like working out? Put that time frame in your calendar. Hold yourself accountable to it. 
Do you have a particular client who consists of the majority of your business in terms of workload? Maybe pick one day a week or a big chunk of time one day a week to be exclusively working on them. For me, one of my clients gets my entire Thursdays. Of course, I take breaks, but that is typically the only client I choose to work on that day just to meet our weekly goals. Okay, number three, know your style. If meetings overwhelm you, don't take five in one day. Try spreading them out over the course of a week or look to do something like A-B weeks, which is when you do no meetings one week, all meetings the next. So basically two weeks out of the month. Sometimes there's five weeks in a month, but you get what I'm saying. Every other week is your meeting week. And then the following week is your off week. So you have more time to do. And I've seen for a lot of people that like they have time to work on their business in those off weeks as well as client work. And then the on weeks are like calls and client work. So just a thought. Another thing I do is I use Calendly to manage this. So like one and three, right? Number one was determine your boundaries. Number three is know your style. Well, I combine those two by controlling when people can book with me. And so my sales calls, my sales calls are 20 minutes and I'm pretty firm on those. People can book those whenever, but client calls, I'm very specific about days and times, et cetera. Typically, I only take client calls on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and setting that boundary within my own business. Okay, number four, make your workspace work for you. So my husband started working from home in March and we work in the same office And I primarily worked from home and he works for a corporate job. So you may have meetings on your calendar, but then you're taking sporadic meetings here and there because when you work from home, like you need to be talking with people a little bit more, especially in his line of work. So it started to not work for me to work from home because I couldn't focus. I'm in the same room. We couldn't take calls at the same time, way too close, like three feet apart. And I didn't want to work in the living room because the nanny was here. I didn't want to work in the bedroom because that's my bedroom. So I said, screw it. I'm going to join a co-workspace. It's been an incredible investment. I've been able to get so much more done, meet more people, make more clients, form more relationships, be able to meet my clients at the co-workspace. So that's been like extremely beneficial for me. And it's five minutes from my house. And in Fort Lauderdale, I think I've mentioned this before on a previous podcast, but in Fort Lauderdale, there's trains and bridges, trains and like drawbridges because there's a big river that runs through our city that goes out to the ocean. And it's guaranteed anywhere you need to go, you need to at least go over a bridge or across a train track, no matter what. But my office, I don't have to do either. It's just like this weird loophole that exists. So it's amazing. No matter what, it's like six minutes or less to get there. I love it. I can zip home real quick if I need to, to feed Jesse or do something or if I left something and it's the best. I just love it. (laughs) But that's how I've made it work for me. But when I am at home, I am working from home. If my husband's not here, I have a setup in my office. I have a portable desk situation. So you like the legs pop up and out. And I put that over me kind of like a kind of like a tray dinner situation on the couch. And it's great. It's great. Which funny sidebar. I can't find our remote right now. Like we had just moved back into our house from doing renovations and like everything's kind of still in boxes and I cannot find the TV remote. So I've not been watching TV, but I have been working from the couch. So there's that. A lot of podcasts these days. Okay. My last one, be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Seasons of life can absolutely throw us. Having a baby, dealing with a death in the family, being tied to your significant other's schedule, life occurrences, weddings, travel, vacation. That's a season of life if you're traveling for a week or two. Like, you have to plan for that with your business. So, what I would say is assess your schedule just like you would your marketing or your business plans. I remember getting really stressed out prior to having a kid. I was super pregnant, nearing the end, and I'm looking at the calendar. Thank God I had her in Q4. Like, I could not have planned that better because I typically take Q4, like, pretty slow. 
So it gave me enough time to finish Q4 and then start off Q1 with a bang. But like, I had no idea what my schedule would look like. At the time, oh my gosh, we can laugh about this now. At the time, I was like, oh, the baby sleeps most of the time. I don't need a nanny or childcare. It's fine. Then I realized like mid-December, F this. I'm going to need childcare. Like, there's no way I'll be able to go to meetings. Like, there's no way I'll be able to get anything done. And at this point, too, after being home with her for so long, I was desperate, desperate to get back out physically. So I started looking for a nanny and making all that work. But I, again, had no idea how I was going to do this. And my poor clients, thank God they stuck through it with me, meeting changes and moving. And I had like such a nightmare all of January and like half of February, just finding someone who would show up (laughs) and be part time. So, yeah, just a little word to the wise. If you're going to have a kid, either get on a wait list for daycare now or start looking for a nanny. But anyways, assess your schedule, plan for that, know what you're going to do in these seasons of life, and just be kind to yourself. Like the other day, I like double booked someone. Even through a Calendly link, I double booked on top of a meeting I had and I was like, oh my gosh. But you have to be kind on yourself, especially when you know you're doing too much. Recognize when you're doing too much and say, I'm doing too much. Maybe I need to slow down and be kind to yourself. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Give me a shout on the gram if you did. You can message me at Brand Good Time or She's Busy AF. I look at both. I talk to both. And yeah, I'm looking forward to the next episode. We'll hopefully have some like educational ones sprinkled in there. Life's been a little crazy over here with the home renovation and all of the things. But thank you again for tuning in and we will see you on the next episode. Thank you.